0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or
1: sponsors. Full House tonight. This is going to be interesting. What's the theme music for Full House? Oh, no, no 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 no! Oh God! It just like automatically don't starts playing. I know.
0: I can't. That's get the that. childhood we grew that up. In.
1: the Thank
2: you for no. being a friend.
1: No, that's no. the Golden Girls. That's Golden Girls. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Whatever happened to predictability? Yep, yep. That's the um, one. That's Jeez. the one. So yeah. Happily, oh. I don't know. that. I
0: think this is Punk Wisdom, and we're talking about TV shows that suck. We are. It is um, Punk but that's Wisdom not the, with
1: uh, Matt and yep. Allison every other Friday from mm. seven to eight. That's it. One time to exactly an hour later. So, <laughs> so here we are. And we're talking about kind of a shitty topic, but we're going to try, because we're dimwits, to keep it informational, fun. No one's going to cry.
3: Nope.
1: We're all good. Mm-hmm. We've done our crying for today. <laughs> now we've moved past it, because it was yeah. 90 million degrees oh. outside today.
0: I don't cry very often. Ugh. Was
2: I supposed to cry before?
1: I this? cried in that whiny fashion, <laughs> like I'm not going outside today. It's too hot.
0: <laughs> speaking of that, I'm going to be spending all day Sunday outside, so that's going to be a
1: lot of fun. I know, right. and in that shed too. And yep. then there's like a hundred people, so there's all that.
0: It can be a lot more than hundred people.
1: Where's this at? Like it can fit in there at one time. Detroit
0: Festival of Books.
1: That's right. I'm sharing
0: a table with a friend, uh, Octavia, from – she's from Chicago, but she grew up here in Detroit. What's going to be kind of cool, because I just found this out, she is a former uh, Miss Michigan 2005. Ooh, And she sent out a press release that she was going to be here in Detroit for that book, Fast, and yada, yada. So now Channel 7 News is going to show up at some time in the morning to do an interview with her, and obviously I'm sharing a table with her, so – I'm going to be included in that.
1: Yay. Um,
0: I told her I'd go hide. She's like, don't you dare go hide. So
1: <laughs> that is going to be so much fun. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Looking forward to that. Again, Matt's book, The Malevolent Witch, which he is well, reference photo. I don't have my phone out. Again, That's have okay. To wait. I'm going to wear this shit
0: out. on Sunday so you can see it then.
1: That's true. You will be. But it's a. It's a brilliantly made shirt. Excellent made shirt. Excellent. Who, yeah. Who made that again? So we can get that. Wow. Like mom is on the ball. <laughs> can I otherwise known as Ruth? No, she is not texting in today. She is sitting right here. Hi. Woohoo. Um, but yeah. So let's do that now. So we have Ruth.
0: Matt? I've always had Ruth.
4: <laughs> but our guest has had me longer.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Ooh, didn't see that one coming. No, but I've, I've,
0: I've known her on a more intimate level. Okay, fine, you, you win. Yeah, Carnal
1: Given, feel. given. You I go and do it. We've all met. We just met the other Peanut. night. What was we it? It was is.
0: last night or the night before? A oh, hush. Okay. <laughs> Boy, wow. Here. Break in. Started. Okay. Fuck cancer or your wife. Now that I first. have
1: no self-esteem left and don't want to get into this conversation. <laughs> We have our friends here, Vicki and Rob, um, and this topic for this week is – it was going to – we were going to do like a cancer once removed show where like brothers, sisters, moms, dads, whatever, kids um, would kind of share the things they have learned along the way to make it easier for everybody else who inevitably – um, it seems, will come after you. So instead of sharing the stories, because nobody wants to hear our real story stories, because everybody's got stories of their own, either your sister or your mom, or, you know, it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's a neighbor, it's an aunt, yeah. it's a grandma. So um, I watched uh, my mom and both of my grandmothers go through that. So that's how we lost them. So everybody's got their stories. But along the way, we all learned something. And I think we get so wrapped up in how cancer makes us victims that we don't celebrate the things we've learned and how much stronger and greater and more fierce we become um on the other side of that one way or another, which is sad, but still really, really good. I lost my mom, but I'm different. I'm better. I know... A lot more things I'm perspective wise, mm-hmm. right? I've kind of, kind of cleaned my house a little bit with my kids and, and the people who I really care about. I really try and make an effort. Um, so anyway, so that's what we're talking about. So we have, um, this couple has gone through cancer recently. You're still kind of finishing out those final stages yes. too, right? Yeah. So you're yeah. not, you're
2: September 1st will be one year from chemo stop. Gosh, it's been right, you're already, and so almost, since then it's almost. been Damn. it's
1: been we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. It's been some other surgeries and then all oh the God. recovery, and yeah. lots and lots of sleeplessness, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's the one thing that that upset me the most, like when things are really bad, at least you can go to sleep at least you can like right? yeah, and when is. it isn't, and you're forced to stay up, it just kind of makes those days. Way, way too long, I would think,
2: yeah, and it's I, I think there's also something to be said for the fact that you have the 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 cancer survivors, which we think about, the people who've you know gone through the chemo, gone through those moments, thrown up, done all those kind of things, and then you have the secondary survivors who are the people who are the caregivers, not necessarily the nurses who, are, who do an incredible job. don't get me wrong there mm-hmm. we had a we've had an amazing team working with us it's been unbelievable in that sense, but just so much the whole argument that you've got that Nobody sees this gray group of people who wrap themselves around the the, the cancer patient, if you will, and it's it just makes for a very different world for those people. And then, how do you move from that point on after you've been with the survivor and they're done? Like you've you dedicated.
3: Yeah. How do you transition from patient and caregiver? How do you transition <laughs> from patient and caregiver to um to couple again?
2: And that's been, I, 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 it is. We never were not a couple. I mean, don't get us wrong. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Anybody who sees us thinks so we're like newlywed sometimes. But yeah. uh, I think the hardest part is that transition because you never really know where you're sitting timeline wise.
1: So right, because there's no. I'm at I'm at chapter thirty. Right. I'll be yeah. done with this book in however long. Exactly. So there's that, but there is the team that that comes around and. Let's be clear. Not everybody is fortunate enough to have an environment where they come together and they put their hands mm-hmm. kind of and they and they lift you up and they carry you to the other side. Um, but you guys did. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're still Definitely. are. We're still are. Mm-hmm. And I think I did. I mean, I had a few. I didn't mm-hmm. have. I'm still mad that none of the family flew over for the funeral like no one and all the siblings got together and pitched in and bought flowers. Well, let's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if let me tell you about no, my I'm, aunts I'm uncles you. after yeah. this show. <laughs> like Mind-blowing. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so the team. So that's, I think, what we wanted to talk about. The okay. team and how it worked from your perspective. Because um, I don't want to make you retell a story you've told a thousand times, right? So that's not the point. So what you learned, kind of what systems works for you, and you did. You came up with one brilliant idea. So I'll let you tell us about that. Matt, your thoughts on this before we just push them off the plane. <laughs> well, you
0: know, it's this I'm surrounded, I think everyone has it uh has been with or been close to someone who has had cancer or going through cancer. I my my uh grandfather is the only one I think in my family that actually died of it. My dad's dad. Other than that, it's not been part of my family. It's funny how many people actually die from cancer, but you never know that they died
2: from cancer. Yeah, mm-hmm. because they just have it. True. It didn't quite kill. You don't know that it killed them, but it
0: probably did. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even. I mean, it was one of those. It was one of those weird things where he didn't even know he had it. He went out and grab, grabbed his mail, and his he broke his arm by opening up the freaking uh, the mailbox. It was just because he had bone cancer. It was mm-hmm. like snapped, and that's how he found out. So obviously it was way too late to do anything about it,
5: right? Um,
0: But that was the only person I think of both sides of my family that I actually had to deal with anybody with cancer. It wasn't until I met Ruth, to where her sister, her mother, her grandmother, her other sister, Um, you know. So it's like it's like it's hereditary, I guess. It's (laughs) got to be. I mean, it's freaking crazy. So that was the first time I think I've actually gotten that close to it. My grandfather. 'Cause I was still so freaking young. I was like, whatever. Right. Um, but uh Yeah, so it's it's weird for me because it's, I still feel like it's like it sucks for you guys. It really does. I mean, I but I've never really felt that. Not that I feel much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never really felt that, you know. You're um, taking
1: all my lines away. I don't know what I'm <laughs> supposed to say
0: now. No, but what I liked about you is like you know, they don't have to tell their your story because even though Every patient is different. Every person who's got – had cancer is has got their own story. But really that story is kind of almost the same story. Um, kind of. I mean just with the –
1: The details are different right, right, right. but the story is the same. It's, well, I mean, it's right. a stage. It it has multiple endings because there are mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, – you mm-hmm. know it's like the Clue movie. But when someone goes, man, you'll never thought? understand this helpless feeling and then there's always someone there to go – yeah, that was chapter five for me. Yeah. And so
2: <laughs> it's it, uh, my dad had a really great experience and it doesn't have to do with cancer necessarily, but it has everything to do with uh, how people connect in that sense. Um, I had a friend. My dad went, was in Vietnam. Um, went through a lot, got blown out of helicopters. did all. He's got amazing stories. It's a whole other thing. We can do big fish one day. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> there's some amazing stories. I think we should get a bunch of kids in here and all talk about <laughs> our dads and our stories and our parents and our stories because <laughs> I bet our stories are totally different. But anyways, so um, I had a friend who was a firefighter for the military in Fallujah and he came back and we were all at the office because I was working with my dad at the time. And uh, my dad knew him when we were in high school together. And so he walked in, sat down at my, in front of my dad's desk. And my dad said, so you just came back from Fallujah? And he's like, yeah. And there was a moment where they just stared at each other for a minute. And he's like, so – and that was it. They didn't they didn't talk about getting shot at. They didn't talk about any of that stuff. They just stared for a moment. And you knew in that instance that they connected on a very carnal level that they had an experience
1: that's kinda like and, and I don't thing. mean to yeah. make Not a all, joke. Yeah. But all. it's kinda like me and you looking or just good friends looking at each other and going, Right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, right.
2: You know, but it's that tragedy <laughs> that connects yep, you where I get you you've you been through that moment and you just stare and you know that look in the eye is that thing. And also oh, that
0: the, the, the show uh that HBO did with the uh, with the brothers about World War II. But all those guys all had that connection. Yeah. Oh, Band yeah. of Brothers. Band of Brothers,
1: yeah. Yeah. Good you know, another thing I noticed on on that note, mm-hmm. um, uh Jessica has her share of it too, so I'm gonna ask her about that in a second. But like while you were while you were dealing kind of with all that, did anybody like come out of the woodwork, like surprise you? Like anybody you knew or any family members or whatever oh God, that yeah. just stepped yeah. right up that you guys looked and went <laughs>
2: So many. So many.
3: So my babysitter from when I was a child. This is,
2: this is, this is amazing.
3: <gasps> no. <Yeah. laughs> oh, somebody might cry today. <laughs> God. Uh. Yeah, I did a I did um, meal prep ahead of time because I knew it was going to be really rough on him. And so I had a bunch of people come to the house and uh, we did meal prep. And just people came out of the woodwork, showed up. What do I, what do I need to do? Aww. Um, yeah, yeah, my
1: babysitter from when I was a little kid. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. See, because <laughs>
3: that's awesome. Came out she, of
1: was, she was a good babysitter. I take it she yeah. would have to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so then you're partly hers. Yeah, that's how it works. Trust me, I go to work every day, and I have 13 kids. All of a sudden, I'm like, it's Friday. You better be smart. Yeah, and <laughs> absolutely. There were show up here Monday
2: morning. It wasn't always for me so much the people who came and showed up and like did things or something like that. It was a lot of times I would get messages online from friends. Who I may have seen one or twice, once or twice with Vicky, who connected and were just like, "Hey, how are you?" Not what's going on with cancer. Check, you know, tell me what's going on with Vicky.
1: Just how are you? Acknowledge that you exactly. are also a patient. Yeah. My question, you, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely, because
0: since I'm, since I'm got that whole emotionally disconnected thing. No, it's okay. Um, when I see, as if I, it's trendy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but when I see
0: stuff like that, i I, my first experience. I'm not. That's why I'm asking the question. When I see stuff like that, I'm like. Who are you and why do you fucking care?
2: No, and it, um, I get that. I totally okay. get that. And a lot of times it, it's really bad. Our society does not give us a good feeling when somebody checks in like, you know, you're on the side of the road and someone pulls up. Hey, are you doing all right? Your first reaction most days is like, what the hell does that guy want? Like, yeah. is this a problem? But yeah, so that's it, it's in our mind. So I get it. I totally okay. get that. But a lot of times, like I would have to kind of check myself a little bit because I would see people who, I mean, both Vicky and I have been at Michigan Renaissance Festival. There's a lot of people we meet there. We worked there for a number of years, so we have a lot of acquaintance connections where we're not yeah. sure how close we really are to these people because we see them maybe once a year, maybe. But there were some people who connected to me from that who really just were checking in constantly with me and (laughs) connecting with me on a very personal level. And it was really wonderful to see. I won't say who they are because I don't know. But there there were two individuals I can think of off the top of my head who constantly Facebook message back and forth. The one who was going through her own pretty serious situation and almost timeline-wise, we were connecting while she was at the hospital times. We Hmm. never were able to connect. Like, actually, see each other, but we messaged almost weekly and checked in and just saw how each other was Hmm. doing. And it was wonderful. That was, it was an incredible thing for me.
5: That's cool. Mm -hmm. Jessica, you said, wasn't it your, Uh, my, my baby sister, she had a Ewing sarcoma when she was four. So and they did. So
1: you saw the little of a littlest of us oh. have to go through all that.
5: Yeah, and my grandma had breast cancer, but it's different when it's a kid, you know. Definitely. Yeah, so I agree. It's it's that much harder. But I mean, there's great support system there. She was the only person out of her whole entire group that actually lived, which was mm. awful and amazing at the wow. same time. If yeah. that makes any mm-hmm. sense. Oh yeah. Because there was about uh, eight of them. Wow. That all had the, you know, that all kind of were a group and they supported one another. And it's, that's one thing about, uh, cancer. It's kind of amazing. And especially, I guess, when it comes to kids is if you're a parent and you're, you know, in that office all the time or hanging out at children's in the cancer wing, like you all kind of become like this extended family, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, you're like your own support group because all of your kids are going through hell and you as parents and your other kids are all going through hell. But I mean, she amazingly ended up coming out of it. She had severe health complications because of the radiation Mm -hmm. and uh, chemo at such a young age because your organs aren't done growing yet. Right. Um, But she ended up getting a heart transplant a few years ago and she's doing absolutely fabulous right yeah. now. That is that's fantastic. Awesome. So that is it's, great. Yeah, it's amazing when it's like it's a kid and they live and but, to this day, I can't imagine where I'd be without her. So, you know, thank God or I don't know, I'm whoever sure, uh, for sure. everyone else. Hey, but, that's good for I'm you. sure her that's young
0: fine. mind had had a rough time wrapping herself around it.
5: She, she did because, I mean, she was a bald kid in school when yeah. she was in elementary school, yeah. you know. So and I, I think mm-hmm. about
0: Ruth's sister, Evie, who was hand, who was, was mentally handicapped and I kind of think of the same thing that, uh, Unless you, I'm proven wrong here, but yeah, she, uh, you know, just cause she of the mindset of a child, right? And she was going through all that and not understanding it. And Ruth,
1: I think there's a that. lot of similarities there for sure. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a, a disease nonetheless, whether or not, yeah. you know, it was that kind of disease. But it's still a whole. Why, you know, I mean, they look around and they go, what's they have happening? some, some everybody happening.
5: else looks normal and I don't. Yeah, so, you know, so, I and mean, yeah, exactly you know, an adults, like, yeah. you know,
1: we can Why do I fuck cancer. Way? Like, we can have our yeah. people and we can, like, just open our mouths and let it all fall out. Kids can't even communicate at that kind of level. And that's what
2: I was just thinking was that, um, I mean, it was hard enough for Vicki and I to communicate about her pain, about her mind, what was going on. And that we were constantly talking. Like, one of the biggest things uh, that we went through was one of her medications literally gave her pain that was so bad that, I mean, she couldn't register it to me, but we had a moment where she was able to tell me and give me a really good definition, and that was that she actually went through kidney stones. Oh. And uh so she knows pain where it goes from ten to eleven to twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, where if we're like on a scale of one to ten, can we can we get an eleven maybe? You know, and so okay. she's been through that. I literally held her while she was crying at a doctor's office with a mm-hmm. kidney stone, not knowing what it was. So I knew what she looked like at that pain level. And she told me one night uh while she while we were going through this that it was literally worse than that, hmm. and I, 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 think about that. And I'm like, wow. Even just as we're going through the discussion, like I can't imagine a child registering that pain level and yeah. just going through it because they don't have a reference point.
5: No, that's and, it, and they don't understand it, and they can't really express themselves exactly. as well as an adult. But I mean, so it's it's completely different. But I mean, you're still going through the same stuff because the people she, you know, in her group, they're. Ages varied. She was four. One of them was like, you know, 10 around my age. And there was another one who was like 15 and somebody else was nine. So, I mean, it was just all, I don't know. It yeah. was weird, but it was a very good support system. But And I, th- I think that it honestly matters a lot for people going through very severe health problems like that as support systems. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, point to There's the a country the less <laughs> heard
1: from, oh. and just she's, just, you just, might she's just looking if you were... pretty over there. I got nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> you you adorable. So thing. okay, so then let's talk about you and Vicky. You and Vicky are friends. Yes, we yes. are. Define. <laughs> go back. Go way back because I was Middles there way for way
4: technically since kindergarten.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yes. I was going to say I wasn't there for all of it, but I right. was there. But you were there for a lot of it. You, you yeah, were there high for a school, lot of it. The high school stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you guys have known each other since 75.
4: What?
3: what? Wow. I was but we're
1: one, only 30.
2: I was one <laughs> year old. Uh, I'm, making, Shut new up, Matt. I'm <laughs> making new comments here. I'm making comments here. I am making comments here
4: i do not think you were a thought yet. I'm, I'm not making any comments <laughs> here. I will say, with my history of going through my sister having breast cancer and dying from it, um, my mother having it twice. And surviving, my grandmother having it twice and surviving. I think because I was younger a little bit then, I think when Vicky got it last year, it kind of hit me harder. And there may be some crying going on here. Not um, at all. Because I was... In the
1: retrospective sense. Yeah, So that's okay.
4: That's okay. <laughs> I was very angry about it because it wasn't supposed to happen to her. It was supposed to happen to me because I had been mentally preparing myself or so I thought. For many years to get it, and so when she got it, I was really upset that 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 happened.
1: Have, you heard, have you heard her? Have you heard her say that to you before? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be me because I totally get that. I was so um, pissed. I guess we'll make a lateral move for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a friend who has recently had a stroke and is in the hospital, so her recovery is going to be very long. Yeah, very arduous, mm-hmm. hard. And it's already the things that she thinks about when she's by herself like, son of a bitch, you know, one minute and now look. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so she has that time and um, it's it's there wouldn't be anything I wouldn't do to take some of it, yeah. any of it. Right. Yeah. And, and some of us say that, oh, if I could take it from me, I would. But. I think there has to be a part of you that can't say it unless you mean it, even just a little. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I could take, you know, even if I'm uh, a six sack weakling and I can only take one percent, I would. Right. Other people would like take it all. So I I see it. I see it, and I know, and it's it's not fair. No, it isn't fair. <laughs> well, it isn't fair. Yeah. But then there's cancer. And that's the greatest thing, I guess. The first point, I guess, that I wanted. Um people to realize is that is that team that surrounds them those people who would do anything to take it because I can do this I can do this you got you got a three year old you got this going on, you know my kids are older, and it's just circumstances are better if I could just trade places with you for a minute, you handle that, so there are people out there there's many, many, many people, and so to recognize that they're there, to recognize they're also victims right. of this for a minute until we decide, okay, we're not gonna be that. Let's do something else. And I think those positive people Do you have any negative Nancy's that come around? You know that that like really loved you and wanted to help, but deep down all they could do is go, Well <laughs> you know, like the Debbie Downers.
3: Mm. Um, I haven't experienced any of them. He's if if I had any, he has shielded me from them. Or mm-hmm. she wouldn't remember them. Chemo, w- <laughs> chemo's chemo is a great thing in that sense,
2: is <laughs> that it, it does not them. it does not tell you that you have memories. So she'll she will forget a lot of things, which is great because we watched a lot of the same movies over and over. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Moana, dude, Moana. <laughs> Jesus, I'm glad that movie didn't suck. uh oh. It's gonna say it's raining
1: yeah. in the studio. It's raining. Yeah. Uh oh. Well, anyway. Ah. Anyone, um, so Vicky's muted for a moment. So, just...
0: Technical difficulties.
1: Hey, Matt, stop talking or stop coughing in the microphone. Yeah, I was sneezing. <laughs> it didn't work out very well. It was half was... assed planned. And it didn't... <laughs> they can't all be good.
0: I understand the sentiment. Can't land them all. So I'm laughing on the inside. All right.
1: Yeah, um. it's that's <laughs> fine. It's fine. So as far as... Plenty other opportunities.
2: Yeah, negativity, I don't. We really didn't have anybody who was negative. I think the worst thing, uh, (laughs) and I actually read about this, so it it gave me a little bit of a reference before I get started, was people asking, like, constantly asking, how are you doing? And expecting you to say, okay, or great. Mm -hmm. After about the third week of that, you just start telling them the truth. It sucks. I'm angry. I have no one to be angry at. I don't want to be trapped at my house anymore. I wish my wife was my wife again. And those people tend to stop asking if they really yeah. don't want to Good. know.
5: Well, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah don't I, ask if you don't want somebody to answer and you don't want to be supportive. Well, it's been yeah. that's a knee jerk thing. I mean, I think most people yeah. it is. Knee-jerk. I get it. Most people I get go it.
0: into the even when you're walking some walking down the street or you see an acquaintance. You're always like, how are things going? You really don't give a shit how things are or going, but it's funeral. just a greeting thing, like, right? And even funerals are, are the same you? way. I are mean, I'm okay? sure. I'm sure no, the whole. No, I'm devastated. Yeah, I'm sure the whole "sorry" thing gets old after a while. I'm yeah. sorry.
5: You know what, dude? It did, yeah. Why? Why? Right? Because you, had nothing you to do didn't it do, with do it. it. Yeah. I, I think that people oh. just can't think of anything else to say, and that's why that comes out. But definitely. you're also like, exactly. you know oh, what? Just save your uncomfortable shit for somebody else. Well, <laughs> it's, really, right. it's really
1: easy though. It to is to go
5: up to somebody
1: and say that, but is. It's like one of those things that once you know, you can't not know it. So now you're conscious of it. Yeah. So now let's get this out there. Instead of walking up to someone, point number one. So okay. that's point sure. number one for the night. Instead of walking up to somebody who is suffering from this or um, a direct patient of it, um, how are you doing? It's shitty. Don't do it. Instead, you know, pat him on the back and say, "I'm with you, brother," or you know something like. I'm thinking about you or I'm praying for you or whatever. A statement, not a question. If you don't want an answer, let them know yeah. my, my heart's with you. I think about you and yeah. move on. And that's someone to go, hey, that was really cool. I didn't get stuck answering a question with as many lies as I can come up with right now <laughs> or as much of the truth is, as you get right now because I'm empty and I can't support you and I can't protect you from this. So I'm just going to give it to you.
0: There was, there was a time when Ruth, was, when Ruth lost her sister, Evelyn. I think it was the first death you've had in your family in a while, was well, it? Well,
4: my grandma died. No, my grandma was after that. Yeah. Right. I think Abby was, was the first. first. Right.
0: Yeah. So there was – I went out and purposely went and tried to find books on how to deal with grief. How do you deal with somebody who's going through grief? Because yeah. I, I the last person that died in my family was years ago. And death doesn't affect me as what it, how it affects normal people because I'm not normal. Um, but I saw what Ruth was going through. And so I wanted, like, what do you say in this? And I'm, I'm her husband. I need to be there for her. So what exactly do I say? How do I say? Because this? you're
1: dealing with barriers that already make it difficult. for and, and you. And it was
0: early on in our, in our marriage too. I don't think we were married for very long. I don't remember which year and time, a half. Yeah, my timeline's terrible, so I have no freaking idea. It's a dude thing. But
4: um, yeah. <laughs> That's about but, a year and a half.
0: But so I I say all that to say I understand when people come up and say some of these mundane or trivial or the same questions over and, and over again. If you're again.
1: angry, how are that's you? That's so irritating. Um, <laughs> which but is I get it because <laughs> you want to punch back. You want to strike back and then you go, "God damn it, I'm such a dick." But I get but it, it. <laughs> because they don't know
2: What do you say? Well, we've never been trained. Like there's no right, I mean, right. etiquette yeah. is something that is is been lost in that sense, and I think the etiquette of of grief and mourning and handling those things is we I mean, our parents didn't take us to funerals to teach us etiquette of funerals. They took us there because we had to go with them and that was that was its own thing. But I think that comes back to the point of uh, cancer has been – I mean anybody who has was around it in the 80s, which should be this entire table, knows that <laughs> cancer wasn't talked about even in the 80s. Right. And prior to that, it really wasn't talked about. But no. since then, we've kind of come to a point where people talk about it. Like I have cancer. Like you'll see people out without wigs on, mm-hmm. like with just bald heads. <laughs> And you yep, look at them yep. and
1: you still don't know what to say, but part of you wants to say you're doing great. Well, let's go back to way in the beginning. Sure. Does part of you want to make direct eye contact with that person so that you can give them the really right, right. Definitely. You I, know, you look absolutely. at them and go. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Honestly, I
0: Agreed. really think it's awesome. Yeah. It shows a lot
1: of strength. So on the other side. Someone,
3: yeah. I was at Red Robin and robin Red robin yeah Yum. and oh, stephanie whoa,
1: whoa. my friends cut that out in editing <laughs> i'm not giving them one dime oh oh well there's my karma. friends okay we're now all doing the show as statues i think cancer's oh. almost trying to fuck us right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> just saying how dare you how core. dare you not invite me to the only open chair on your podcast tonight because <laughs> no. so, we couldn't fit your sith through the door Rotten bastard!
0: Oh, fuck you! Mm-hmm. Right?
1: God damn! Here, here. It's cancer. F yes.
2: cancer. F cancer. F
1: cancer. What? So, fix that now, Vicky. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. As you're sitting here, because I know you've got a huge heart, right? Of course you do. And. So you're going through this. So did you at any time, because my mom and I talked about this for a minute before it, it got worse. Did you ever like look at him and say, and you have nobody to talk about this with, like to scream at because I'm here. Hold on. Fuck you, cancer. That's where we ended. Yeah. <laughs> Technical four. difficulties. Things can't four. always work perfect. Fuck you, okay. So anyway, so um, I was asking Vicky a question, but I had realized during this unscheduled break we had that we uh we dumped red robin we didn't get a chance to finish that so um
3: robin myself and my friend stephanie were sitting in red robin and having dinner and we were (laughs) and we were talking um about how i question your loyalties you know cancer (laughs) it's got to be cancer you know just out loud just Mm -hmm. getting kind of getting it out there and this woman I caught her eyes and we just stared at each other for a minute and it was that it was that I know you. Aww. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. It was really very nice.
2: Yeah, and it's we've <sighs> seen that a couple times. Like we've we've been at breakfast and people have walked by and saw Vicky when she was she didn't have her hair and she'd be wearing one of her caps or something like that. And they would just smile and nod at each other like we got this. Like we're gonna make it through this.
1: That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I have actually fist bumped. Yeah. Complete strangers as I was walking by. I'm like,
4: Vicki, have you ever gone through where you feel like people are staring at you Uh all the time? (laughs) Have you felt like uncomfortable?
1: And, you know, well, you know, I finally the princess wave never broke out. No, (laughs) I've kind of started to own it.
3: You know, I still don't have eyebrows. So
5: I'm like, Whatever. You know what? Stare. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. Listen, okay. Like 90% of women don't have eyebrows. Now they just get them like microbladed. micro-bladed yeah. I know.
1: I know a girl.
0: <laughs> but well, there's, that's funny because I didn't even notice. Honestly, I didn't even
1: notice. Neither did I until you pointed it out. <laughs> I didn't either. I have to admit.
0: I would say early on
2: it was it was a much bigger deal. Like when he right. was first involved, like I would say there was a concern initially when she fir- when we first started uh, going out, even before she started losing her hair. Uh, and she was feeling it. She was feeling watched. Mm-hmm. And then once she did, and we, we both shaved our heads the same day, um, which was great. I made her shave my head and I shaved hers. And we had a great uh, Sinead O'Connor moment in the bathroom. <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, compares she, sings, to you. she sings way better than I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Me too. But uh, there were times after that where she definitely felt like she was being watched. And it was mostly by younger people mm-hmm. where they would they would look but they wouldn't stare. They'd just glance and then be like, oh, oh, there's someone over there who's bald and it's a woman and that's not natural. And, oh kind of a thing. And uh, I would say initially right up until a point where she basically stared one of them down. She literally looked across it. like we were sitting at one table, they were at the another table. And like the person <laughs> just stared and I just looked over at her. She's got this stern look and obviously nobody <laughs> none of your listeners, but it's but it's that <laughs> you know right. like, what, like you what got what are you what? looking at motherfucker exactly they, they, they like turned away and i'm like what the right. hell was that she's like something right. and i'm like oh boy
4: but yeah. that's the hard part because children young people don't know how to respond how to how to act and they're curious and they're you know, so it's it's an uh, odd thing
1: for them. Like a little kid, no, I can no, see no. because you talking Yeah, teenagers,
2: twenty somethings, yeah. right? Oh, teenagers
1: okay. so and, and younger people, oh, I think, <laughs> raise better. Well, there's there's right. that thing. There's that etiquette that you weren't taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and um, I would beg to to say that differences in general cause that kind of behavior. Oh yeah. So Heather and I are out with our girls, and we're eating at a restaurant. <laughs> That's what we. And then you wonder about, okay, because now we got to worry about potential problems. Is this going to go sideways? No, I think we're cool. Okay. And then you can kind of focus a little bit. Um, but a lot of, a lot of that is being proactive too. A lot of that is not being victimized, knowing just kind of the prep of it. Mm Okay. Um, So anybody, you know, who's, who's different. I mean, there's Muslim women that go walking into places Mm -hmm. with their kids and everybody's got their eyes on them. So it's just, it's sad that we don't, there, it's another person walking in. Yeah. Right. It doesn't, it's just another person. There's somebody else sitting in that chair. There's somebody sitting in that chair. Why aren't you looking at that guy? Or there's somebody sitting over there. What makes them? Right. So we should teach our kids and our young people that. You know, people sitting in a place are just people sitting in a place. Everybody's going to have some sort of difference if you look hard enough. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole other
2: discussion to be had about people not being worldly anymore. I mean, the the Internet doesn't get you out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get you seeing things. And they always say, you know, travel the world if you want to be more open. And it's true. Like I traveled all over the United States and I can tell you there are some – wonderful places and there are some very close-minded places. And, and it, you
1: live here because... See, yeah, I've whole, traveled whole... outside of the country. On. Yeah, and I, I've yeah, heard stories. I've, seen a lot. Oh, I've... Yeah. And if I could, I would. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. I can't because, right, yeah. it's not here. And I've
0: heard stories from people who but have I'm traveled. But I'm not very
1: well traveled in the United yeah, States. The so I wonder yeah. if I were to go someplace and I'm going to go, oh my God, what the hell have I been doing all this time? Yeah. Um, that's a whole other I may discussion. just be like, <laughs> keep my shit. Yeah just turn the lights out make sure the doors locked yeah there we go so Allison, you had a question for me i did and it was about because with you guys being married and being a, a close couple you're um, married yeah oh, sh- oh. <laughs> shucks you confide you confide in him and he confides in you yeah. is there any time where you kind of looked at him and said i can't confide in you because Or you can't confide in me because I'm too busy confiding in you, like protecting him (laughs) from being able to vent and like give his best friend all of his worst baggage. I'm sure he wouldn't have done it because no matter how big your baggage is, hers
3: is bigger. We did a concentric circle um, process for this. and
1: So here's something you learned. Yes. This is
3: something that I learned. You put the person who has the illness in the center of the concentric circle. That person can dump out. The next person closest to them is the second ring out from the bullseye. And they can't dump in, but they can dump out. So what you're doing with your community is creating this, you know, bullet, you know, blast zone zone of support, essentially. So the person in the center feels fully supported. He feels fully supported by all the outpouring
1: from coming in. It really is. Um. And if you're conscious of that, mm-hmm. you can direct yourself more, which gives you more power, a little bit more control yeah. and a little bit more grasp. OK. All right. This now I feel good about this. Right. In a world of nothing feels good. So that's. That is very cool. You did another thing um, with your support system as well. And that is for to to this, all those people. I have, and I did really good. Didn't you did I? really good. Did. And all those people who said, ah, oh, and see, okay, you guys know me, right? You know, <laughs> humanity's mostly shitty, and the only cool people in this world are probably the ones that listen to this uh, because you kind of relate in some way to us, or you would hate us, but we would know that because. Nobody really does right now. So (laughs) that means we haven't really made it yet, Mm -hmm. but nonetheless. And so, Jesus, now I squirreled. No, no,
6: no,
2: (laughs) keep coming back. The list, is that what you're talking about? The The list. list. Yes.
1: Uh, So people come up to you and go, hey, you know, I'm with you. If you need anything, call me, right? How many people have, like, heard that on one side, said that on the other side? Let's be honest and real and kind of learn something (laughs) because then tomorrow we'll be better people. Um. And and either thought, okay, now it's their responsibility and was allowed to, like, let it go, not because you don't care about them, but because it's hard. It's hard to face somebody's serious life or death struggle. It's hard to make yourself that responsible and that in charge of not letting those people down who are already way below you anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, so good intentions. I don't want to say people go, "Oh man, if you need anything, call me." Turn around and go, I'm "African loser." Right. Probably <laughs> very small percentage of that. Probably. A so very small normally, percentage, the yeah. people who say that say it with good intentions, and then they're oh, like, totally. "Now, mentally, it's not it, the balls in your court now." Right. And if if you don't call them, then they're not needed. Right. You did something so awesome.
2: Uh, it's something different, and it, it <laughs> actually didn't start with the cancer. We did it before and it worked. And this was a chance for us to try it kind of again in a different way. And it was hard because you don't. I mean, okay. You have to be
1: ready for what shows up on it?
2: No, you have to be more ready for the fact that you need to ask for it and you need to know what you're asking for. Because, yeah, people say, you know, I'm going to help you. Like, tell me what you need. You don't necessarily know what you need until you need it. And by the time you
1: need it, it's too late. Right. I need it right now. and right. Who's going to do that? Plus, just the initial so, asking somebody for help. Yeah. So what he did was he created that spreadsheet
3: where people would sign up. In a Google Drive, y'all. Come on. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it was a
2: good, good way of doing it.
3: Yeah. They signed up for tasks or times to watch me or – just time to come over and bullshit with you yeah and so that he could take a freaking
1: nap yeah you guys so yeah so my take on this and i have seen um another thing you did and we'll talk about that is create the private facebook group which Mm -hmm. now tons and tons and tons of people do oh yeah uh for everything that they want to keep you know Mm -hmm. controlled i guess yeah sure um but – so we all got added to this group and a general message was sent out. Anybody who wants to be included in this group, let us know. Yeah. Then it was just a quick, yeah, I do. Then they get added to the group and then they know. Of course – and most people out there know this. I don't know why I'm explaining it. But the <laughs> spreadsheet was the same thing. It had um like – time windows, you know, from, you know, eight to 10 in the morning, or was it hourly or half hourly? And there were just all these blocks. This time is unavailable. This time will be here this time. And so you put your schedule on there as you're available. right? And then, okay, on this day, we have this doctor's appointment. And typically after this kind of doctor's appointment, this is what we need after that. right? Mm -hmm. And everybody was able to one, be accountable for what they said, Mm -hmm. to people who were way lower than they were to begin with. like That is the solution to Mm -hmm. one of the biggest problems we as people around you Mm -hmm. have caused without necessarily knowing that we caused it. Being
2: a project manager is a hard enough job. Being a project manager of a crisis is even harder when someone's saying, well, let me know when you need me. The answer is, I need you constantly. Can Always, you just live and here? Now. Right. Like, right, yeah. I'll, I'll pull you out of the closet like a broom when I need you. That's really the <laughs> right. answer. And a lot of people don't recognize that. We had a lot of friends, luckily, uh, quite a few friends who've gone through a lot of medical stuff, who've dealt with a lot of family stuff. So they, they were the simple of like, do you want me to do laundry? What days do you want me to do? It was, they were asking me about a thing and when I should ask them to do it so that we knew a better understanding of like, what were the tasks that could happen? So it was a matter of like, okay, I need trash taken out. I need laundry done. I need meals. I need things like that. And we had a lot prepped. It was just a matter of like just toss it in the oven for me so I can go take a nap. You know? Make sure that she's got water. She's probably going to fall asleep. But – as long as you're there, that's going to make yeah, me feel better. Yeah, sit there play
1: Candy Crush or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, whatever. Absolutely, wow. yeah. Have a conversation
2: until she falls asleep, which happened very often. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: Right. So So one thing – and we're not going to give you a list of a million things. And by now, you've probably figured that out because there's 10 minutes probably approximately until we're done for the day.
0: I don't know the technical difficulties we probably had.
1: For we kind of got a little jumbled too. So, but yeah. we still only had a list of five. In And if we get three of those in, I would be extremely grateful. The, the one thing that I thought – was the most stressful when people constantly ask you how are you doing how are you how are mm-hmm. you yeah. that you end up trying to be creative well i feel a little purple on the inside today like i i can't come up with any more genuine right. answers that reflect how i really feel without just handing you a piece of paper and going here i i just i'm handing out flyers this is yeah. how i feel just so um so there's that so offer them um congratulations on any recent victory congratulations on just you know being upright being just for doing it another day for getting through it another day
6: yeah tell them you're
1: thinking about them tell them you're praying for them make a statement that tells them how you feel the open-ended question isn't helpful and it puts the victims or not i don't even want to say that anymore the patients, the survivors the survivors in a very awkward position and that's over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and that's just stupid. So please don't do that. Don't ask them how they're doing. They're doing shitty right now. So yeah. let them know you care about them. <laughs> right. um, and the second thing was the um, the, the circle of venting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you called it. I forget. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good. Realize that consciously where the negativity is going and where the positivity is coming from and kind of the direction you're mm-hmm. putting everything in. I would think that would make the situation a little bit more controllable, at least in a humanistic sort of way. Absolutely. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. You so, know,
2: patient at ground zero, caregivers at level two, right. like friends beyond that. But yeah, don't dump in. You've got it. Let sucks them dump when you need out.
1: a tool and you open up the toolbox and there's nothing there. If you go Absolutely. in and there's like a couple, I can use the end of a screwdriver as a hammer if I need to. So right? having a couple tools would be better than not having any at all. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Go ahead.
4: He's he's been a fan of he emptied the bottle. <laughs> I yeah. saw that.
5: <clears throat> like <laughs> I, he like. Has this been stressful
1: for you? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not. I banged
5: the bottom of it and everything I saw. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a drinking away has non-emotions. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. I, I wanna say something that so I Matt. noticed through Vicky and Rob's journey is that one thing that's made me feel fantastic is that while Vicki had been going through all those, Rob had to find a way to deal with it and work with it on his own and creating things like those spreadsheets and this and that. I mean, and he had all this information of when her meds were due and when she took them and this and that, but that's how his mind works. That gave him a focus and a job to do to be able to keep track of how to help her to heal and to do what she needs to do to stay on track. And I, I, don't know if everybody that are in that situation, like the two of you have been, if the spouses or the, or the significant others or whoever has ways to, to figure out how they can delve in like you
1: did. Well, sometimes you it know? feels like as the family dealing with it, you're spinning your wheels. Like, where do I go? What do I do? Do these mm-hmm. dishes, do these things and go back. And you're so busy trying to maintain yeah. that you're never getting ahead, which right. makes you more tired, more sleepless. You know, your bucket just. You know, drains and drains and drains mm-hmm. or your gas tank or whatever. Spoons, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But you the way that he it.
4: worked everything out was he how it worked it. for him mentally yeah. to just get into it and, okay, this is when we got to do this for her and this for her and this for her. And that helped her, obviously, but it helped him stay active in her care and, and Engaged. Okay, this is what I can do to help Engaged for right. sure and not sitting you know? there going, Oh
1: boo hoo. What do I do? So helpless. There's not yeah. you're not helpless. You're not helpless. Right. So And it blew so, me away
4: and I, I love you to pieces for I just no. I mean, I know that's how you are. Yeah, but I think. then I feel for the people in those situations that don't have that mentality or that mindset to think of right. doing something like that. You don't have it so, in their nature. Yeah. Right. No, and that would like it wouldn't question.
0: be me. That would be my question because it's like as you are you're not the one that's going through it. But you're going, you are going through the one, you're sitting there beside the person that uh, you care for more than anybody else in the world. And so it's got to be, you know.
2: Yeah. I mean, and it, it, I would say it has a lot to do with the different personality types. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of people. So not everyone's going to be able to be as analytical as I was in handling the stuff and using that to leverage some of my emotions and stress. Right. There's going to be people who, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I've watched people who are very selfish on themselves dealing with someone else in their family who's having a tragedy, and they don't know how to handle that because their mind is still framed on themselves and the tragedy that's occurring to them, not necessarily so, yeah, the so with, you have
1: to be conscious of yeah who you are and how to how to kind of define yourself as to how then Correct. to go about yep. helping someone else exactly. So, yeah, I, I get that. You have to
2: be very conscious of yourself to be able to help anyone. And-
1: but then punk wisdom is really only for the people who want to know those things that they now cannot unknow. Like right. that's the yeah. thing. Like, yeah, I always say it's the whole, you know, you know, but you didn't know that you didn't know. Right. And then. Right. And then you're like, oh, God, duh. Of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Are you How raising are you? your I hand have, because
0: you have a question?
4: Well, I you have something. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I'm on s- so summer <laughs> vacation.
0: Was that welcome know. back, Carter? <laughs> ooh, yeah. yeah. It was. Go to the yeah. principal's
4: office. I wanted to ask Vicki, because um, she had mentioned something to me earlier before the show started, um, of ways that have been encouraging to her from medical staff and things like that. Because she said something to me earlier that her therapist had said to her recently. My physical therapist, yeah. That just blew me away. And I wish I would have heard that little nugget of information when my sister was going through chemo.
3: Um, my physical therapist asked me, you know, well, how's the chemo brain going? I'm like,
1: well, how's you know. chemo what? Chemo, chemo brain. brain. My mom brain. used to okay. call it that too. Yeah. Yeah. Which,
4: okay. how long has it been since you've had chemo? Uh, September 1st was my last chemo. Okay. Um,
3: I was like, well, you know, I'm
4: still. Going to make a cake, re- y'all. <laughs>
6: So
3: I'm still
4: reaching for words, yeah. and for uh, those of us that have not been through it, I wouldn't have thought from September till now you should be fine,
6: <laughs> right? right? I, what yeah. What
3: my therapist told yeah. me was, um, just remember, be patient with yourself because you've technically had a brain injury, right? I was like, oh, <laughs> what?
1: Duh! Huh, it's a poison. <laughs>
5: Yeah, yes. everything's connected. You're yeah, poisoning your body, exactly. you are poisoning my brain. Th- I don't yes.
0: think I would have replaced it. Worded it like that. That's yeah, cool. she,
5: she. Yes, she
3: said you've you've had a you've had a brain injury, and I'm like, oh, okay. I, I like the you bluntness know. of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Sorry. I mean we we know how hard it is when you drink.
3: I have uh, one right. more thing. You were uh, you were asking about um
1: about uh, and I do notice with Angela the same thing. The yeah, yeah. uh huh. Oh
3: yeah, for sure. Um, encouragement. Yeah. One of the biggest things that uh, was encouraging for me was a pair of pink boxing gloves.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Are those hanging from Dude, the dashboard of your car? Or are those they're... are the small ones. Those are the those little are, you know, ones. Yeah, yeah. ones. I the, knew the, that was your car. The, <laughs> the full size
3: ones Ruth got for me <laughs> and all of Primary. my uh, medical staff. You did get a full cycle, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. that's fantastic! Yeah, all girls. of the people that surgeons, gave me chemo, nurses. all of my surgeons, all of my nurses, every single person that was involved in my care, including my my
5: support system. Yeah, their signatures are on those. All the people oh, that have cool. been in
4: your corner. Yep. That's oh, cool. Yeah, that's
5: cool. Do you mind if I ask uh, where you went for treatment? Because maybe there's some people that are out there and they're not getting the most uh, the best care that they feel they could get with yeah. nurses that actually care about you, et cetera, et cetera. Ro- Royal Oak Beaumont uh, Rose Cancer Center. Really? Cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Wow.
2: Yeah. We had- uh, we, I'm a Beaumont we still baby. Have. Always
1: will be a Beaumont baby. My yeah. kids are born at Beaumont. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. in Royal Oak, Michigan right now. There's a Royal Oak location and a Troy location yep. and they're building more in children's yes. hospitals, cancer yep. centers. I had my back surgery after my car accident at the um, uh, spinal- Mm-hmm. Institute over there yeah. Yeah. um in fact, I was gonna mention that because when I was going to the spinal institute with my surgeon in um i would have i would have to i almost said that um the cancer wing right it was down this hallway and you had to go all the way back down the hallway where you go get blood and everything in that uh, other building yeah. so i had to go all the way to the back elevators to get up to my spinal clinic and i used to pass that window and every single time it broke my heart every oh, time i had to pass mm-hmm. that window you go through i was, it was like, like cancer because we had little kids you know this was 2010 yeah. oh. the twins were born in 04 so they were six when i had my car accident um and i would walk by and it would be one of those like that it wasn't what the surgeon was gonna tell me. It wasn't the surgery, it wasn't the cortisone shots or all those horrible things I I was going towards. It was passing that window to go there. Yeah. And I remembered that after, like even everything that I was going through wasn't as bad as having to understand that this was going on with somebody else every single day. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, 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 Royal Oklahoma no. yeah, hospital. Um, and there's lots if we get haters, it'll be over that. Yeah, about uh, We <laughs> all we're all very passionate about our hospitals. Yeah, no, I do, the- I
3: do, I do think that um, the the staff at uh, Suite One Hundred and Three at the amazing. Rose Cancer Center was amazing. You had
4: a fantastic team.
3: That's
5: awesome. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, we
2: still do. I mean, yeah, that, I think that, that matters ended.
5: a lot too because those nurses can sit there and help and boost your spirits, and for kids, children's. You know, specifically downtown, that was one thing that, I mean, th- th- the staff there was amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they've always been. My sister stayed there until she was well after 18. Uh-huh. So, um, but they were fantastic. And I my, mm-hmm. I didn't go through it, but I was on the outskirts inside of it. And I you saw were in the how second ring. much yeah. it matters. Ring, yeah. Like, you know, when you have good nurses and a good staff that is there to help and assist you. And kind of brighten your spirits a little bit. Yeah, Agreed. So a good staff. And then we should have included them in the team, and the team of
1: family and all those people that surround you, the they hospital are. staff. And then if your family and friends can deal with the hospital staff and they can kind of interact and communicate like they should, <laughs> it's like it's seamless, which <laughs> – What? What? I'm Nothing. Sorry, there's – Oh, is there an inside I, I mean, joke I mean, there? Yeah, no, it's no, it's not an inside
2: no. joke. It's going to be a reminder, and that is, is that if there are people like – That will come and show up at your surgeries, and Ruth will remember this, Mm -hmm. um, who believe they are part of your care and will start asking questions to the doctor.
1: Oh, no. And
2: they're not actually part of your care.
1: No, right. And
2: and you're wondering why they're asking those questions.
1: So they should put special (laughs) wristbands on the inner circle. Well, what's and funny they're is, the only people who get details. Yes. What's funny Isn't is the, how well the doctors will I look at them. Because that too.
2: Because like I had the well, – this, well, this person was asking all these questions. The doctor basically was staring at me like –
1: Was it like an Aunt Edie or something like that? Yeah, like, like an Aunt Edie. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And it was just like the doctor was always looking at me like – And who is this person? Why is she here? Exactly. Like, like they're not going to be caring for her. So.
1: Right. Like there's not eight fathers in this waiting room. Who is the father (laughs) of this one baby? Exactly. (laughs) That (laughs) is exactly. So, okay. So we're coming up on eight o'clock. We're running a little bit over. Are we, we should probably figure out how we're going to wrap this up. Um, we really want to hear from you, and it's more or less because we want to revisit this. Uh, we're going to promote this on Facebook. I'll probably send out a tweet or two, and we're going to collect um, some of the things you've learned through these journeys. So it's not about the stories you don't want to read mine, and even though I'm interested in you, um, your story is – like so many others and every day there's somebody else diagnosed although concurrently every day there's got to be somebody who is on their last day of chemo mm-hmm. or who is surviving so don't forget that too a uh, couple things we learned one don't ask questions if you're really not ready to wait around long enough to get a real mm-hmm. answer well, yeah
0: don't have to don't um, ask the questions that and then not don't want say to ana- something. The and they don't to.
1: and if they don't have a spreadsheet and if they weren't that analytical <laughs> about it <laughs> then then tell them hey look I like to cook how about I do this every couple of weeks or, yes or no. or
2: just bring them food
1: or just bring them like food.
2: if you're if you're close enough and you know what day they take the trash out on go over on trash day and take their trash out for them or would pot, it
5: be great if they up to take, nauseous. Exactly. <laughs> bring
1: them pot that's right
0: <laughs> there you go whole not discussion
1: and right and don't expect them to give you 25 dollars no. just no. walk I think, away i, I the think the
0: surprise pop. thing is nice i mean really just showing up with food or even just groceries yes yeah. showing up that made just, a huge like, difference
5: that made a huge difference for us for sure yeah Especially yeah. if okay. you bring pot and groceries. Sorry. There
1: you <laughs> go. Because you can't have pot without the groceries. That's torture, I mean. and that's that not is fair. that is torture, and tortured. that makes you a dick. So yeah. you can find us. We had that episode and of and We back. did <laughs> <laughs> Facebook.com slash
0: punk wisdom seventeen, isn't it?
1: Punk wisdom seventeen, I'm and on Twitter so. we are wiser punks. We, we are. debate about we are. this. they thank you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And I usually um, go to. Yours default because uh, yeah uh, well I'm, I'm because stupid so because we argued about it so much one time that it now stuck in my and i will never forget <laughs> a face. apparently we got to fight harder over the facebook site because i don't remember it so we're you're gonna have to make I me research that punk-wiser?
6: right and look of course right? of
1: course our beautiful green and black home podcast detroit royal oak michigan Yay. studio three. numero trey and they just Jessica, opened up
0: down in Detroit.
1: They did a new location
5: down uh, in Detroit. Yes. How many are there now, Jessica? Four? Uh, so now while well, we have four studios here in the Royal Oak location, then there's the DSDT location. We're kind of moving away from that over to the shipping building, which is the uh, shipping crate building, which is really phenomenal. Huh. They have a ton of like, well, okay, maybe not a ton, but a few like restaurants and bars in there and. Awesome food. Such so a social it's, place. Wherever there's yeah, it's,
1: booze, it's that's good. pretty yeah. badass. Right? <laughs> I can't wait to go um, see I'm it. I'm sorry, but if Podcast Detroit is involved, there's booze there. There's booze there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and had a great time. I did pop into the Falling Down Beer Company last night for our yeah. podcasters hey. meetup I my over there on Ten miles. And, uh, I know you were, so yeah. I didn't, but I only went in to try the Das Pretzel I need from to Germany. There. It's this big, dude. I need to go oh my it's god. Huge. Was it good? and the mustard—it looks like honey mustard, and for a minute, it tastes like honey mustard mm-hmm. till the jalapeno oui. burns your face off.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yum! <laughs> I want to pop in with one more thing just to promote. Uh, Matt will be Matt's there. Book. That's his- right. Book signing and selling books at the Detroit Book Fair. It's the second annual one oh, down yeah. at the Eastern Market. Shed 5?
0: Shed I'm in Shed it's five. 6. Shed 6. Table oh. 8.
4: Table uh, 8. What shed day? 6. Table 8. It's going to be packed down there with from lots of book vendors, what vendors of other things, Sunday. food trucks, local food trucks. The Some Nosh Pit is the right The Nosh Pit. Nosh no. pit. And the I nosh had food
0: from there last there. time. That was really freaking good. So that's good. this Sunday. So you have the Karen. That's the 15th. You
1: have the Karen. This Sunday, the 15th. That's really good. Okay. So... On behalf of Matt and yeah. myself, um I think the more... gorgeous Victoria oh, yeah. and Ruth,
0: yes, and Jessica and oh. and Allison.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. I <laughs> mean Rob, <laughs> he's gorgeous too. We're going to close thank with you. Jessica and Rob. Yes, who you are here, uh, here, Rob? Everybody, right? Cheers! Yay. Cheers. Right. Thank you, Cheers!
6: Thank, thank, you. Clean, thank you. you. I can't drink
0: anymore; otherwise, I'm not driving home.
1: <laughs> and Vicky. All the best, Yay, the you. blessings, oh, the you. love, the hugs, all star. the things you really, really are. Thank you for including me and letting me live kind of with you a little bit. Thank you for being here. No, all right. No, so, thank you, right. you guys for showing so, up. I mean, it
0: was course. like we had other, I'm honestly, I'll be honest with our listeners here. We have had, uh, we had other guests kind of planned for this weekend, but this weekend was kind of. Screwy.
1: I was supposed to go to Kentucky, right? So, so it was I wasn't going to be here. And so Rob so and
0: Vicky just kind of came in last they, minute. They really and you guys did. are freaking and they did awesome it for perfectly. doing that. That was Thank you. so so yes. cool. No, no, it was fun. So, much. so we're
1: going to. I I am going to make it my mission to work hard on getting all these things that we've learned. Uh, maybe we'll write a book. How about that? Because we Sounds have to fantastic. put it out there now. Put the idea out there so that we can claim it as our okay. own. Um, copyright <laughs> at a later date. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. So yeah, so Matt's Platter well, well, Graphics. Yes, yes. Southfield yes. Therapy. Yes. Change is coming.
0: And I wanted to say one last thing before we take off. Yeah? Is that I'm so happy that Jessica's back with us.
5: So happy. Thank you. Yes. so much. I'm very happy to be back. Heck
1: yeah. Yay. I love you guys. She's been
0: gone for way good too long you. and Aww. she can't keep doing
1: that. Yeah, okay. So let's wrap this up because I want to do a shout with her. And anybody else, I would enjoy the company if it's water or what oh oh well he for seemed to take your fun away from we you didn't it. no what? I, yeah water i really that's shouldn't right, drink the
0: last of this <laughs>
3: put it in here
1: i'm
5: gonna <laughs> no, you should you drove right <laughs>
1: yes okay so yeah oh there you go
5: that's Thanks, a friend man. right there that the two is right <laughs> <can give> <laughs> is that's empty yes, and matches
1: poured the rest of it in vicky's glass whom she has wholeheartedly earned we will see you in two weeks where we're going to talk about what Let's, let's fuck Star Wars. <gasps> let's next do time. fuck Star Wars fans. Those yeah. stupid ones that yeah, make people that. like get protection orders yeah. or go to mental institutions for their deep depressions and suicidal and I tendencies. I think I can get a
0: guest for that. So. Oh no!
1: Oh, yeah. I <laughs> am so sick of it. We're gonna <laughs> seriously. You're on blast, and I mean it's on. So we kind of we're gonna hate do guys. this in two weeks. <laughs> so for God's sakes, don't hurt yourself.